Tonight, uh, I call this sermon uh, Wisdom and Revelation. Uh, kind of like a different um, title I have for tonight is The Secret Formula. The Secret Formula. It, it, it's really amazing. I'm telling you. I'm telling you guys. I'm telling you. If you are a believer, if you're a Christian in here, surround yourself more with people who don't believe in what you believe in. It's, it's always the most inspiring thing. Stir up some conversations. Uh, ask questions. Be available to answer them. Um, tonight was really birthed from that. Um, I was studying the book of Ephesians, and um, it, tonight's kind of wrapped around Paul's kind of letter to the church of Ephesus. And um, we find it in Ephesians. Uh, let's read together. For this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. Go back to that last verse. So, so this is Paul. Paul, he... He, he, he's kind of like the, the OG of the New Testament, if you may. This dude, is he's starting churches. He's, he's doing missionary work. He's traveling. Uh, he's writing letters. He's in prison. He's still writing letters to the church. He is a trailblazer for our faith. And, and the reason why this book is called Ephesians because to the book to the church of Ephesus. Um, that's kind of where it comes from. So what he's writing, he's encouraging. He, he's kind of, uh, he, he's not passive. He's really up on like the, the tip of his toes, really trying to get a message across to a church that's kind of like doing their thing. I mean, they're doing their thing. How many of you guys know that, that new birth, we're kind of doing our thing right now? We're kind of on like a momentum. Anybody feel that momentum? Y'all here tonight? We're on, the, we're on a momentum, and what's awesome is, is that Paul says, listen, I'm thankful for everything that's going on in Ephesus. I'm, I, I, mean, I mean, like, I'm overjoyed, Right? I haven't stopped giving thanks. You know, I'm so proud of you. You guys are doing awesome. And I'm remembering you in my prayers. The next verse changes everything. And verse 17, I keep asking that God, that the, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. So that what? You may know him a little better. You see, church, we can get so caught up in just running the race. And just walking this, just, just doing everything. And I love Paul's words. You see, I really love Paul's writings to the church because I'm always like, where does New Birth fit in the, these churches he's writing to? It's always awesome. And I feel like right now in this season, I feel like as a church we need to hear this. As an individual, we need to hear this. That God is leading us to a life of wisdom and revelation. And that's the secret formula that's going to push you forward in your relationship with God and push you forward in your faith. Let's keep reading. I love just the rest of this passage. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you to. The riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength. I, I love, really, I, I haven't stopped thinking about you. I love how he said that, Paul. When, when he wrote that, I, I want to let you know, Church of Ephesus, I haven't. Anybody, like, never stop thinking about church? I know this is, like, five of us, right? We'll get there, guys. I, I, I love that. Guys, I, lo I love it. I, I want to lead you to a life of, of wisdom and revelation. Somebody say wisdom, wisdom. and revelation. Is anybody taking notes tonight? Anybody believe in notes? We believe in notes here. Title of tonight's talk, the wisdom and revelation. Uh, man, I love running around with my friends. Um, I, I loved it more when I was younger. Anybody love just playing manhunt? Anybody love that when they were younger? Raise your hand if manhunt was like your go-to neighborhood game. 
Okay? Now, raise your hand if you just played Uno all night and had fun with your, he- with your household pets. Awesome. That's fine. That's awesome. We're a church for everyone. We're, we're, we're a church for the righteous and the ratchet, all right? Come on, somebody. For everybody, all right? What I would do, I would go running. I, w- I would just go, like, be out. I'm the dude that showed up three days later and, like, yo, I won, right? Manhunt, no? How we played was if, if for me to catch you, so if I catch you, then you got to help me find everybody else. How we did it was we got to hold that person for six seconds, but you have to say Mississippi in between every second. So one Mississippi, two Mississippi. Well, it's more like this. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, four. Whatever. Sorry, guys. Just stay with me. Uh, we played hide and seek, uh, manhunt, whatever. We'll go around all the neighborhoods. I remember one time my friend lived right next to me. This dude is super long, super lanky. I love this dude. He's like six foot, seven foot, eight foot bunch. Anyways, he's really tall. He's really lanky. This dude could hide behind a stop sign. This dude, I was like, yo, we're going to make an alliance. You guys caught that? We're going to make an alliance. How many of you guys love making alliances in games, right? Listen, we're going to make an alliance. How many of you guys like doing group projects in school, right? We're going to make an alliance, all right? You're smart. I'm dumb. Help me. I was like, dude, we're going to make an alliance, all right? Because you're tall. You can, like, put me up on, like, weird places. It's awesome. We just start running. I mean, like, we just start running and running and running and running. And I, I ran a little faster. I look back. Longy lanky dude, he's gone. He's by, he, I'm by myself. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to lose. I'm going to keep running. Because um, how we play manhood is there's no out of bounds. It's just you know when you're too far. <laughs> I would run. I would run. I find myself at these random train tracks at night, train tracks, by myself. One pillowcase. I'm playing. <laughs> by myself. I'm freaking out. What's awesome is I, I kind of know where north is. I, I, know, I know roads a little bit. I know where north is. I know where south is. Uh, it was just so weird because I was in a fun game, but I wasn't having so much fun. I was in a great game, great moment, but I have no sense of direction. I'm kind of scared now. Uh, how many of you guys ever been in a scenario where you've just been around a group of people? There's a funny joke going on, but it's just not that funny. Better. How many of you guys ever reconnected with old friends and they're talking about the same movies that used to be funny, but they're not funny no more? I'm almost there. Have you ever been in an environment where just everyone's kind of like on a different level and you're like, no, 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 I'm on a different frequency? Y'all having the greatest moment right now and I'm just kind of just trying to figure out what's going on? It's like women during the Super Bowl. I'm playing. It's a joke. Bad joke. She gets it. I say this because at the last Super Bowl party I was at, everyone's engaged. I mean, girl, my family, the girls are engaged, right? Like, Mahia's, we're engaged. My aunts are like, come on, let's go. And there's just one person in the whole, she's just like, you know what I mean? How many of you guys come to church and it's just the right place, the right time, right environment, but you just don't feel so right? There's just something missing sometimes. Everyone's hands up. Pastor's preaching. He's going in. Come on, you're a faithful attend. You know, you come to church a lot. He's preaching, and you're just like, I didn't feel it today. I'm in the right place. Definitely in the right place. I'm there at the right time. The right environment, but I just don't feel so right. And I was just give you this idea. In order to move into the right direction in your relationship with God, you must operate in wisdom and seek revelation. In order to move in the right direction in your relationship with God, you must operate in wisdom and seek revelation. I love Paul's writing. Can we turn to verse 16, please? I have not stopped giving thanks for you, 
remembering you in my prayers. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. So there's this pairing between wisdom and revelation that I feel tonight is the secret formula to moving forward in God. Tonight, what I want to focus on for the next couple minutes is the word wisdom. Somebody shout wisdom. Wisdom, wisdom it's a tricky word because some of you guys think wisdom is only available to those who are like 80 plus years old. No, wisdom means you, you kind of lived a long time. You've been through a lot. Let me tell you right now, you don't have to go through anything for you to be wise. But the Holy Spirit's in you. He's leading you and he's guiding you. Young adult, if there's one thing you need to receive this year, if you're lacking, it's wisdom. This man in the Bible, God said, I'll give you anything you want. He said, give me wisdom. Whoop! So I, I know what to invest in. So I know what to do. So I know how to handle relationships. I don't want to be wealthy and be empty. I don't want to have everything in the world and not have my, my soul together. But Lord, give me wisdom. And when something's coming, I, I, I know how to move. You see, wi- wisdom it isn't about not going through issues and knowing that it's coming to, to, to move out of the way. Wisdom is expecting those things to come and knowing that God is with you and God is for you. And you're going to walk into scenarios that I'm not supposed to be here right now. You're going to walk into certain areas. I, you're going to be in a certain conversation and say, I shouldn't be encouraging this conversation. I should, I should be discouraging it. Wisdom, wisdom. I mean, it's really something that Paul is, is laying on the church. I'm praying for wisdom because you're working, you're serving, you're doing. But, man, just a little bit more wisdom, man, it'll catapult you to another level. I love the book of James. The book of James is the, the book that slays. If you ever want to say, Lord, use me, read the book of James. You'll feel used. James 1.5, church jokes. If any of you lack wisdom, guess the, let him ask God. Who gives generously to all without reproach? And it will be given unto him. James is saying, listen, you want, you want wisdom? Pray for wisdom. What does that do? That, that kind of debunks the idea that you need to be 80 to have wisdom. That debunks the myth that you need to go through every sin to know how, not to, how to resist it. Real life story. A couple months ago, I'm talking to this young adult. Actually, I'm sorry. Early last year, I was talking to this young adult, and um, I went up to him. I was like, dude, I just want to meet up for lunch. Met up for lunch. He was really interested in some girl. And I was like, dude, I love you. You know I love you. He's like, yes. I know you love me back to you, whatever. I'm like, dude, I love you. Listen, I don't, I don't think getting into a relationship right now is the best thing for you. I don't know if this is the season. That I don't know if this is your season to, to be kind of like, searching for the one. I think it's kind of time for you to work on being the one. And I was just telling him that. And really, it just went in through one ear out the other. And I totally got that. And, and, and this is the quote he said to me. He said, sometimes you just got to go through stuff. He was a pastor. I understand you're trying to give me some wisdom. I understand you're trying to direct me. Some things you got to go through it to, to, to know what, what it is. Sometimes the, the best way to learn the lesson is to, to go through it. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, man, do you, bro. I love you. I'm always here for you. Six months later, relationship ended terribly. His heart's broken. Her heart's broken. 
we'll meet up in the same place. Calls me, he's like, Pastor, I want to meet up. Dude, what's up? He's like, man, I should have listened to you. And, and I'm looking at it like, it's not me. I, I believe that was God that told me that. Like, dude, I don't know. This is going to help some people. You want, you want some coaching in your life? Get into a ministry. God has some leaders in, in line for you. You see, because church friends, uh, you don't want them to lead you out of the way that brought you in. So stay tight, stay, but, but have somebody a, a couple steps ahead of you. That's the only way you're going to really gain wisdom on another level is taking somebody's words and saying, listen, I don't have to go through this to understand that this isn't good for me. Wisdom will always go ahead of you. Always. You see, I'm, I'm on this train track. I'm lost. I'm going forward. And I kind of know what's in front of me, but, but wisdom is 10 steps ahead of me. Wisdom is saying, what am I going to deal with over there that can help me right now? What's, what's kind of ahead of me? Just a couple steps. What are some things I can avoid? What are some areas, some situations I can actually walk away from that will help me in the future? Wisdom will always go ahead of you. I want to read this verse in Proverbs. I believe it's 423. 24-3. There you go. That's the, uh, you know, what's the word? Dyslexia going on. I can't even remember the word. That's how dyslexic I am. I was going to say, uh, what was I going to say? Anorexia. <laughs> dyslexia. It's the dyslexia kick, kicking in. It's kicking in. By, by wisdom, a house is built. Come on, somebody. By wisdom, a house is built, and by understanding, it is established. Do wisdom, man, if you feel like your relationship with God is shaky, man, step into a life of wisdom and find the foundation that will push you forward. Talk about wisdom. I want to talk about revelation now. And, and I love this. In, in the book of, not James, sorry, book of Proverbs uh, 3, 6. Let's read it together. Listen for God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go. He's the one who will keep you on track. I'm talking about Revelation. I'm not talking about the last book in the Bible. When I say Revelation, when Paul writes Revelation, root word, reveal. God wants to speak to you. Are you willing to listen? God is speaking. He's revealing things to you that are going to help you. In this moment right now, God has a word for you. You see, in the, in the track that I'm running on, uh, uh, wisdom is going to help me, you know, a couple steps ahead of me. And, and God's really at the end of the trail, right? And I love that picture, that God is, a, he's ahead of us. How many of us believe that God is ahead of us? He's not behind us, telling us to go to territory that he hasn't already conquered. He's not even with us. You know, as we do, he's doing it. No, no he's ahead of us, and he's leading us forward. Take another step today. Come on, let's pray today. Let's talk today. I'm with you. I send my spirit to you. I already sent my son to you. And I'll just keep moving forward. You, you see, there's an issue that happens when, when we get confused between a congregational relationship with God and an individual relationship with God. You see, gathering in church every week kind of creates this habit in you sometimes that the only time you pray is in church, that the only time you worship is in church. 
that the only time any faith is kind of stirred up in your heart, it's in church. And what that creates is kind of like a, a, a fake relationship with God that only exists in four walls. But let me encourage you. We are the church. We're a portable church. We go anywhere, and we turn up, and people get saved. Listen, I learned a long time ago, church is not four walls. Church is me. I am the church. So when we understand that, we understand revelation isn't something that's for Fridays and Sundays, but rather it's for everything I do, everywhere I go. The one who keeps me on track is speaking to me. He's talking. He wants to walk with us. God doesn't say, hello, thanks for getting saved. I'll see you in heaven. No, no, no. He says, listen, here's my Holy Spirit. Here's my helper. Here's my advocate. Here's my comforter. Let him walk with you every single day. Revelation. Wisdom will go ahead of you. Revelation will always stay with you. Always stay with you. There's power of revelation in a believer. There's a, listen to me. There's power when a Christian says, I'm going to seek some revelation for myself. There's power when someone says, listen, pastor, I, I really love the way you have revelation. Because that's what this is. I preach my soaps. I preach my soaps. My, my daily revelation, I preach it. But how much more does God want to speak to you and just keep it between you and him? I can't tell you the, the little sweet nuttings I talk to my girlfriend. I flirt with my girlfriend all the time. I can't tell y'all that because it will just be a little weird. Exhibit A, I call it my sugar foot. Thank you. It's like, it, TMI. Everyone's looking for TMI. Can God trust you with some secrets? Listen, God wants to speak to you, and there's some things that's just going to stay between you and him. And we haven't activated that whole other side of a relationship with God because it's only activated every time we're gathered in a community. But God is saying, listen, I want to have a relation with you that is going to stay not just Fridays, not just Sundays, but everywhere you go. I want to keep you on track. Why does Fridays feel like you need to wheel your life together? Let me walk with you every single day. And just get some revelation today. Listen, don't let the church be the only space you give God for revelation. Never allow that. That's a scary place to be. When, you're, when your worship is, is just for show, when your prayer is just for show, and, and the excitement is just for the views of others, and I guess he's doing all right, I guess he's faithful. No, 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 I, I, I'd rather know one man, one king, one Lord, than to be famous in this world. Come on, I'm never going to let this space be the only space God is revealing something to me. Proverbs 33, 6, listen for God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go. He's the one who will keep you on track. I love that image. Of us walking this, this, this track, we're walking, right? We're walking, walking. And, and so, many, so many times distractions come up, right? Distractions come up, and it says turn left, turn right, take a break. This is your season to take a break. Stop serving. This is your season to pull back. Stop letting people in. This is your, that's a lie from the enemy. We're always called to move forward. Let me just give you a heads up. Whenever, whenever you feel like a, an idea, whenever you have the idea to divide, Understand that that's never from God. Whenever you have an idea in your heart to divide, to separate, to move, I believe in sabbaticals, I believe in personal moments with God, but when you make a conscious decision to step away from the church and to separate from this church family and the congregation, you're literally separating yourself so that the enemy can assassinate you. He can't, he can't get us when we're all together. It's when we're, we're all by ourselves that he tries to slip in and discourage you. But when we come together and when we stay together in this faith community, 
Come on, a couple strands together aren't easily broken. And, and we, have this, we have this wisdom, we have this revelation, and, and it's really time to take it to the next level, young people, young adults. It, it, it's really time to, to look into a situation and just see, see it with a little bit of wisdom. See it with a little, just a little bit more revelation. Tell you, revelation in, in, in the hands of a believer. When you understand that God has a message for you and only you, you're going to look for that message. When you understand that in the moment that you're in, God has something right there in season just for you, man, it's, it's just another level of communication. I talked to a friend. He said, dude, all I got to do is have a relationship. His background was Catholic. He had to do so many things in mass and, and before mass and after mass just, just to be like, all right, we're good. I'm like, dude, all you got to do is love Jesus more than you love yourself, to love Jesus and to place him first. It's almost too good to be true. And then he goes, how do I do that? I'm like, dude, you just, just pray, read the Bible, get into a faith community. That's going to lead you to fasting and a whole bunch of other stuff. It's really all about this relationship with God. And the church is more of like a tool in this thing and not the only thing. And we set ourselves up for failure, hear me, when we think that everything starts and ends in the church. But, man, we are the church. The church aren't walls. We are the church. And, and here's the thing. When you don't live a life of revelation, when you don't live a life of wisdom and revelation, you begin to ask people to do what only God can. When you rely on someone to tell you what God is saying instead of you seeking after what God is saying, scary place to be. When you're relying on the wisdom of other people and not the wisdom of God, scary place to be. Like, I can't expect, I can't expect you to do something that you can't do. I really can't do that. I, I've learned that in leadership. I can't expect people to, to do something that they cannot do. And, and famous verse, 1 Peter. Go ahead and throw it up. 1 Peter. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Keep it up. Cast all your cares Another version says, just give it to God. Cast your burdens into God. What I really believe is that God is saying, give me all your burdens because your brother can't handle it. Uh, anxiety is a real thing. Anxiety is a real thing. And God says, give it to me because I care for you. Give it to me because I'm strong enough to take it. And I got a word for you. And I got wisdom for you to walk in this thing. Just give it to me. You see, when you, when you, when you don't seek after heavenly revelation and just, you know, and there's nothing wrong with coming to church, guys. I, I'm pro-church. Duh. But, man, I really want to just focus on the life outside of church. That this thing should just take it one step and every day step by step by step. And, and when we seek revelation, from others and not revelation for ourselves, we can end up be casting our cares to people and not casting our cares to God. Casting our anxiety onto people and not casting it to God. Dumping our burdens on people and not dumping it on God. Listen, God will never get tired. God will never get stressed. God will never take too much. God will never call you say it's too late. God will never text you say I can't get you today. God will never, he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He says give it to me and I'm going to give you wisdom. I'm going to give you revelation. God can take more than you think he can. God speaks more than you think he does. 2 Corinthians 7.1. I'm going to end on this verse. 
Let's make a clean break with everything that defies or distracts us, both within and without. Let's make our entire lives fit in holy temples for the worship of God. My last point tonight is this. Wisdom leads my steps and revelation leads my soul. Wisdom leads my steps. Every step that I take in this track, I'm telling you, I was so scared. I was lost. Every single step, wisdom is leading your steps. And then some of us, we get caught up in serving and we're saying, I, I don't think it's my time to serve because I'm, I'm, I'm running on empty. I don't think it's my time to be with people because I'm running. I can't give anything else. Listen, that's because you're working and walking, but you're not receiving any revelation. See, if you're going to give to people daily, you need to receive from God daily. If you're going to say, God, put me to be a leader, you got to be available almost 24-7. God is saying, okay, are you really available 24-7? I'm going to feed into you. I'm going to pour into you. Wisdom leads my steps, and revelation leads my soul. See, I started jogging for like a week, and um, one thing, two things I needed, all right? I drink all my water. I, I'm not the dude that jogs with a water in their hand. I'm just super dyslexic. So it just doesn't work out. Um, so what I do is, when I was a runner for a week, I drink all my water before I ran and then just run just so I can get home and drink more water. Like there's something to look forward to, right? So I just leave the water at home. Two things I needed when I ran, though. I, I needed a map and I needed music. Why do I need a map? Why do I need my phone? I like to run trails. Again, guys, it was a week. I would run trails, and I didn't want to get lost. So, so that's kind of like my direction. And, and then I need music to keep me going. Like Beyonce in my ear is going to keep me running for like 15 hours. Like I ain't going to stop. Put my life on top. Let's go. Put my life on top. Let's go. Put my life on top. Let's go. I don't know how many keys she goes up. Anyways. Worshippers. I think it's four. I think it's four. Stop it. All I need is my map and my music. Listen, believer, all you need is wisdom and revelation. Wisdom to guide your steps and revelation to guide your soul. And just to keep moving you forward. Keep moving you forward. Every head by every eye closed in this room. I want everyone just super still, super quiet. Come on, the Holy Spirit's in the room. This isn't my word. This isn't my message. This isn't my Bible. This is the word of God. This is a moment he's intervening in your, in your life. You thought you had the formula all figured out. And, and, and Paul's reminding us, listen, church, you're running, you're moving, lives are getting changed, but don't forget about wisdom. Don't forget about asking for wisdom, walking in wisdom. Yeah, and it's not just wisdom, man, it's revelation. Seeking after revelation, walking for revelation, yearning for revelation. When we get these two components together, Two things happen in our life. Come on, longevity in the ministry, longevity in a relationship. Y'all here tonight? Longevity. Man, I want to last long. I don't want this to be a fad. I don't want this to be a moment. Every head by every eye closed. I remember the first time my mom saw me in skinny jeans. Hopefully it's just a month. Hopefully it's just a month. Hopefully it's just a year. Hopefully it's just middle school. Now my mom's still wearing skinny jeans. And I'm not going to stop. <laughs> Every head by every eye closed. How many times did the devil bet on you? Oh, it's just a week she saved. It's just a month she saved. I'm going to be a leader for a week. It's going to last long. No, no I'm going to last long in the things of the Lord. 
last long in church. You can trust me. I'm going to be here. Man, I'm going to work at this thing. I'm going to do it. Every head bowed, every eye closed. As the music begins to come up just a little bit, I want to encourage you really quickly. Last year, on Friday nights alone, we've seen 479 people say yes to Jesus. 479 people come in this room, raise their hand, and say, I want Jesus. That's an amazing story. But listen, there's more in this room tonight that need to say yes. I want to say yes. I just want to encourage you. We're such a super young church. Majority of people in this room haven't been saved longer than two years, longer than a year, six months. Some of these worshipers up here, they weren't leading worship at different churches before. They, no, no, no. They started here, and God built something in them and placed something in them. So, man, if you felt like you were kind of out of it tonight, welcome home. If you felt like you just, you just man, worshipers is kind of like karaoke, welcome home. We've all been there. And this is a place for you. You don't have to believe what is to belong with us. But listen, right now in this moment, if you want to make a decision to say yes to Jesus, if you want to respond to today's talk and say, Pastor, I, I, I want to take the first step in surrendering to God. Every head bow, every eye close, everyone's still. If you want Jesus, if you want salvation, on the count of three, unafraid, unashamed, just ask you to shoot your hand up as a sign of surrender. One, two, three. If you want Jesus, shoot your hand up. Unafraid, unashamed. Hands are going up all over this place. One hand, two hand, three hand, four hands. Four hands tonight.